0: Michael Figured Conversations. Hello Marilene, how are you?
1: I'm very good. Uh, how are you Michiel?
0: I'm great, I'm great. It's been such a long time since I've seen you. I can't even imagine when the last time was.
1: Uh, I guess it was in school, so that must have been um, yeah, five years ago already? But I, oh, I no, think for... I
0: saw you at your shop, did no? yeah. I?
1: True, that's but true.
0: At that point, your shop was still in Ene, I think. And yes. And you moved away, right? Um, but,
1: um, I had a, the, a little pop-up mm-hmm. in the center of Oudenaarde, but that was mm-hmm. for a period of three months, to try out uh, how it would be to have a shop in uh, the cent- city center. But now mm-hmm. it's uh, back to my um, workshop in uh, Ene. Mm-hmm. So ah, yeah. now you're back yes. again. Indeed, indeed.
0: Ah, okay. And um, maybe for the people that don't know, know you, maybe you could give a, a small introduction to who you are and what we do, because you do so many different things that uh, it's hard to keep up with. So, uh, go ahead.
1: So, um, I am a very creative uh, person. I studied industrial product design, the same study that uh, Ruben, who also passed in the pod- podcasters.
0: Yeah, he was actually the first one on the podcast that I did a reboot. So now okay. I started coming again from one. Okay. Yeah, He was the so actual person to join.
1: He was a real number one. So, yeah, um, really yeah. yeah we had uh, the same um, yeah, degree, the same uh, course uh, as product yep. designer. And that's a course where we learned to be very creative. So um, it went from graphic design to making uh, toys to um, decorate a bus and all crazy things you can think about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fun part was, it was really hands-on. So you never learned to be an expert in one thing, you learned to to handle the crazy ideas you have. And that's Mm -hmm. something that uh, fit me very, very well. Um, And after my studies, um, I started working. I uh, started with Quickstep Unile as a graphic designer, but there was like uh, two design chefs above me and they told me, okay, do this, do that, make this, and that was so boring. <laughs> so uh, after three months I said, okay, I quit this job and I go back to school and I will learn um, a technique um, to do a craft. And um At home, I I said, okay, I will go learn to weld, to make furniture, I will go to learn how to work with wood. And they said, no, 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 um, that's not something a a girl should do. And um, I guess maybe when my parents were bored, that I, every day, I suggested something new. From making shoes to... Did
0: you learn to do welding or did you... Learn how to make your custom jewelry in your in your studies already, or no? Is it so really after-
1: it was afterwards. Um, if we were interested in something, we had um, a whole workshop in school that we could work with wood, but or metal or plastic or whatever we want. Also with a lot of three D printers and all the new techniques. But um, you were never an expert in something, it was always, okay. you need to figure it out yourself. So therefore, I need to find um, a craft that suits me so I could uh, go to school and be an expert in it. And I guess by chance it, uh, it became being a goldsmith, so... Uh, yeah,
0: how did you, how did you get to, to the point of wanting to be a goldsmith? That's something very, it's a very special choice, right?
1: Yes, indeed, Um, it wasn't the first thing that popped into my mind, so uh, the funny part was my parents said you should go to school, you should get a degree, no, you shouldn't work with your hands, Uh, that's not something a girl should do, and um, I really wanted to, so every day uh, I had a list of all crafts I should be able to learn, and I was like, okay, um, I will make furniture, I will make things with leather, I will do that, I will do that, and (laughs) Always the answer was, no, 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 no. So it can be that they liked uh, the, pa- the fact of uh, a goldsmith. But in mm-hmm. my opinion, I more believe that they were just tired and said, okay, shut up, just do your thing and you will see. <laughs> so that's how I ended up being a goldsmith.
0: Are your parents, like, are they traditional? Or did,
1: did you mm. feel like
0: they the way of doing what you are doing right now, or did support only came... Uh, no, yeah, they support me in everything,
1: well. um, but my uh, dad uh, is a craftsman mm-hmm. too. So uh, he knows how hard it is, how hard you need to work uh, to build something up. He, the same as uh, I'm doing, he built uh, when he was yeah my age, a company mm-hmm. out of nothing, um, all on his own, also as a craft. He is a welder. So, um, he makes doors and stairs and all those, also metal things, so um, he knows what it was and he said, now I think it's better that they support me and they give me advice and they suggest, so they really stand behind me um, and I think it's a good thing that they reflect and say. Hmm, should you do it sometimes? Uh, that, that's kind to, of the role of your parents, right? Yeah. To, kind of, to, to make it
0: like a safe decision or make sure that you are safe right now and in the future. It's just something that parents do, I guess. Uh, they're being
1: a bit protective. Indeed.
0: Um, you, you said your father was also into welding. Um, is welding. Is welding regular metals kind of the same as welding... Gold or I, I have no, no. I have no clue whatsoever. Uh, I know nothing about it. So if you could please educate me with your knowledge, I would be very glad.
1: Okay, so uh, there's a, I don't know so much about welding, but I do know the types of welding we can do. Um, you can have a, a welding a weld yeah with a, a laser, uh, but that's not welding that I do. Um and that you can compare with the Tig welding where you have a very thin flame um that's more like a laser to yeah connect things. But uh, that's for regular metal? That's for regular metal more, yes. But what I have um I have um yeah a bottle of propane and um a little gas and then I put my flame on it. Uh, it's a very small torch um, to make my yeah my piece on temperature. I have um, three different uh, yeah, add-ons to make uh, a gap close. So I need to put something on a gap. A soldier mm-hmm. is solder um, yeah. in Dutch. That's um, not gold in here. Now gold, working. Yes, gold. So for gold, it's a different torch, and it is a different way mm. to to connect the pieces together, um, like in welding, it's more like with baguettes and something like that yeah. Yeah. Um, but with me, it's more like playing with temperature and soldier, and yeah, it's a different technique, but uh, we both start from um, wires and plates. And sometimes to have, um, for example, a ring build up, I can uh, ask my father, okay, so I have a plate for that and a wire for that and I want this. How would you um, make the connection? What would you do first? What would you do after? And that's uh, something we have in common.
0: Oh, so he's still kind of helping you on the way and still teaching you new stuff.
1: Yes, he... um, not the way that he does it, but he's a creative thinker also, so he helps me uh, whenever I need it. Also a fun part, um, there is a, a machine, in Dutch it is a trackbank. With that machine I, uh, I make my wires myself, so if I melt the gold, yeah, I should uh, make a very nice and clean wire. But sometimes the wire is so thick that I am not strong enough for myself to pull the wire. Um, And before I had a special machine with a motor who does that for me, um, Yeah, I asked my father, hey dad, can you come over please? I'm not strong enough. So he's really helping me whenever he can. (laughs) And Then he said, okay, I will make you a machine (laughs) so that I don't need to show up every week to pull your wire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's great, uh,
0: so, but what what are you what are you doing with the wire then? The wire is used as a basis for the things you are creating. Yes,
1: so um, most of the things, eighty percent of the things, uh, starts with a wire, so it can be round or square or triangle mm. um, or a plate. So, uh, yeah, plot a plot like we say it to build up.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I never title any of my of my uh, of my podcasts, but the Dutch the Dutch people that are watching or listen, listening to this will find it very funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, my uh, English teachers in school wouldn't be very proud when they hear to me now. I guess so. It's been a long time.
0: <laughs> i just grab the podcast for them. It will be fine. Okay. Um, but, um, so, are you also? buying the raw materials yourself? Or how do you get to, de- get to finding resources and so on?
1: Yes, there are um, a few possibilities. So mm-hmm. I am able to buy wire myself. But sometimes I need to start with uh, gold from the people because it has an emotional meaning to them. Um, mm-hmm. So I can recycle uh, their gold or mm. I can start with wire and place myself. Or um yeah, I can make the um Lehering. that's the yellow I guess in uh, yeah, the yellow yellow. Yes, yeah. the yellow. Um I can make myself to choose the color I want. So if I have eighteen karat gold i uh i must add copper to have more a rose gold i must add silver to have more the yellow gold and uh i must add something from the plata group to add uh more white gold It's not that that easy but it's too, comp- too yeah uh, so such an interesting process it's um, a little's it, yeah
0: and i i guess it's also a lot of chemistry that's involved right
1: indeed you have to think and calculate all the time, so...
0: <laughs> Maybe we can send the video to a teacher in chemistry. From...
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's or a good a... idea.
0: <laughs> they would be proud, I guess. Or I'm sure, actually. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any special stories about people who asked you to make some kind of jewellery and jewelry, and where you had to use some of the resources that they gave you? or?
1: Yes, there was a very nice uh, man. His name is Mm -hmm. Luc. And uh, he gave me a piece of a meteorite. A meteorite? Meteorite, yes. um, But a very special one. And he said, You should make me a ring out of it. So it was really experimenting. Uh, because yep. I tried to, to saw it, but it was too hard. I couldn't cut it. Um, mm-hmm. It couldn't be set. So it had to be casted within. It was an old Asian technique. So it was yeah. like a very fun thing to do because it was, I could be so creative. I, it shouldn't be um, very commercial. It was like, okay, you're mm-hmm. the artist and you can do whatever you want with it. As long as it it, uh, it involves this yeah, piece of the meteorites.
0: Mm-hmm. Where did he find the meteorites?
1: Um, he is a collector of it, so he had a lot of oh. uh, meteorites from that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could choose the piece I wanted to make the nicest design. So mm-hmm. I chose. And
0: what did you make of it?
1: What uh, did you create? It became a ring and uh, more like the model of a signet ring. So I, create a very, I choose a very flat a signet ring. That's, um, a signet ring is more a type of a ring that a man wears. It has mm-hmm. um, a flat um, piece above and then goes very fluid oh. to uh, the flat piece. So okay. the band of uh, the ring was the model of a signet ring uh, but very um, yeah, geometrical mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because the stone I chose was a rectangle so it mm-hmm. went all around the re- rectangle uh, so and it was.
0: the whole ring was a meteorite?
1: no, uh, only the piece you saw on top and all the rest <laughs> of it was gold oh
0: wow
1: so it's a really oh, nice oh. thing <laughs>
0: yeah I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine what it looks like, but I can imagine it looks very, it looks very nice. So, it <laughs> talking is. about rings, didn't, I didn't even know you had a boyfriend already.
1: Yeah, um, a year and a half already, so right. um, yeah, before all the corona. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We, How did you meet? At a party uh, in Ghent on a Sunday, there was um, a garden party. And it was a really nice sunny uh, afternoon, and yeah, we started talking uh, on a picnic really? table, and yeah, yeah. we uh, we said okay, let's see each other again, and that's how <laughs> it started.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's so great. Um, and uh, did he uh, give you? Did he give you a ring already, or
1: no? But he gave me earrings uh, this Christmas because Ooh. a lot of people say. the
0: guy.
1: Yeah, indeed. But a lot of people say, um, yeah, for him it's hard uh, to buy me jewelry because, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm proud of my work, so I really want to rear my work. Um, But he did it very creative. He said, okay, I will uh, choose for stones for you. I make design Mm -hmm. and you should make what I designed. So, wow. actually, it is something better. My boyfriend designed my jewelry and he chose the wow. stones. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I guess old. I'm a really lucky lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, you're, right now you are chatting with me on, with uh, his name, right? Yeah. Uh, I can say that on my notes.
1: I, uh, <laughs> I chose his computer um, because mine is at my workshop and it's um, not a laptop. So therefore, mm. at home, um, yeah, I yeah. can use his. Yeah. So wow. don't tell his uh, yeah. his boss. <laughs> okay.
0: And is your is your boyfriend also as creative as you are?
1: Um. Yes, he's creative, but he's also very ambitious, and he is an entrepreneur too. So, um, his boss is his father, and they he is the fourth generation of uh, Grandma's coffee. So, in um, the west part of Flanders, um, they are very known. Where, wherever you go um, to have a coffee or go to the supermarkets and want to buy a coffee, you find uh, their brand. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a local um, family company that started in 1935. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he is also as driven as I am.
0: Do you like
1: coffee? I love coffee, yes. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, uh, I usually didn't, but uh, I learned to drink coffee in Italy. I did also uh, two of my studies, um, summer schools, short parts, to yeah learn the techniques better and better in a, a very short uh, period. And there I learned to drink coffee because like, yeah, the first weeks, um, Everyone in, at- in Italy, they stop at 11 and they go to a local bar to have a little espresso and at mm. that moment yeah. I didn't like coffee but then I was like okay I'm going to try it, uh, I add a lot of sugar, a lot of milk and okay yeah. and um, <laughs> yes yeah. I started with that but yeah. then, uh, then I discovered uh, a very short ristretto and it's like a very Little one you can, it's like a shot. yes, a little shot of coffee, and that's the one I really love. So,
0: okay, but you're not adding, adding milk and sugar to that, right?
1: No, <laughs> now I drink ah. them pure. So,
0: <laughs> right. and do, do you drink it? Are you drinking it for the taste right now or for the energy? Boost?
1: Um, more for the tastes, uh, and actually, oh. more. To, when I'm with clients, uh, I want to offer them something to drink. And that's really nice to uh, to give them a very good coffee and also a little icebreaker on a convena- on conversation starter. So yeah. that's really nice.
0: And does the, so they also offer espresso then? Um, they have yeah.
1: espresso, but you can uh, make them very small and strong. So that's how I do it. But... When uh, I give it to people, I give them the normal one. So a normal cup of coffee. Okay, but for okay. myself, I, mean, I choose it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> coffee is the best thing to get you through the day, right? Yes. On, a, on a regular day right now. So I'm uh, working from home. Yeah. I drink four or four to six cups of coffee a day. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it, it, re- it really helps. Although, do you... Right now I'm drinking them from uh, the coffee pads, the Senseo pads. Yes. But I also have a Bialetti, do you know Bialetti?
1: I don't know Bialetti, no.
0: It's a kind of a a metal coffee maker. Yes. And you have to put in water first and then Mm. some coffee grounds on top. And then you um, screw on the top and then after a while the water starts boiling and the coffee comes out like a
1: a fountain. (laughs) That seems nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and well,
0: it's really fun to watch, I don't know. I did like a uh, hundred times already, but it still stays a fun thing to uh,
1: you do. You should send uh, me uh, a small video yeah. of it next time.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people would be interested in seeing a video of coffee coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: okay, I you know. guess my boyfriend and his parents will, so <laughs> 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 they are interested <laughs> in coffee, so
0: oh, I okay. think they will well, I think
1: agree. it's really cool. <laughs> I recently
0: bought a camera, so maybe I can make it into uh, some kind of cinematic experience about brewing coffee. That would cool. That would be actually nice, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, since you are both creative, yes. Um, do you also do some stuff together?
1: Yes, um, for fun it started with an idea like, okay, um, I asked Nicola, is there something you would really like to do? And uh, by walking, we, yeah, especially in the beginning of the first lockdown, we walked like every weekend, we went to the Ardennes for a day to just walk around and talk and enjoy nature. And then I asked him, Is there something you want to do? Um, a fun thing? And he said, Yeah, actually, I would really like to make uh, something to drink, but with alcohol in it. And that's how it started um, to make uh, a little liqueur uh, together. We uh, discovered Elixir, which is a very, very old recipe. And the fun thing about it is um, all our grandmothers, they know it, they drink it and they like it. But the most of our generation doesn't love it uh, as much because it's always it's very colourful, green or yellow. and that's not very tasting, Um, it also has a lot of sugar which makes Mm -hmm. it more like um, the feeling of a syrup and that's also something we really don't like and Mm -hmm. um, it's very strong. Normally an elixir is like around 50 degrees so we Mm -hmm. brainstormed together, uh, we tried out uh, a lot of uh, different drinks and um, we came with uh, an idea we really wanted to create in, uh, in, in Laxire, in a new uh, liquor. And that's how uh, we created uh, together with um, a master distiller, our uh, Dal So Dal is is um, only 28 degrees, so you can easily drink it, uh, pure as digestive, or you can mix it up uh, with a cocktail um, to make a sour or a tonic, or whatever you you desire um, and you don't have uh, added sugars so it's very pure you have um, a very uh, herbal taste of uh, only Belgian forest herbs and yeah you really should yeah you told me already uh, you tried it yeah so. yeah, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I, tr- I tried it uh i think a, mo- a month or two ago i went to visit our uh our friend ruben and they, offered, they, they bought a bottle. And uh, they offered me uh, a drink. And I already saw it on social media. And you're drinking it right now as well.
1: Yes. Nice
0: product placement. Um, Do you have the bottle there as well?
1: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really uh, nice bottle. With a really nice design. Very pure. Um, so very nice to gift also.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I'll, uh, I'll definitely put it in, in the posts I make about this podcast. So... Uh, Hopefully, people will see it and if they're interested, they, uh, they can buy it as well. I know I will, like after this call, <laughs> I order a, I'll order. i definitely order a bottle, that's for sure. I, and I saw you can also mix it with a lot of cocktails.
1: Yes, indeed. Right?
0: So, I think um, about a year ago, I, uh, I went to Poland for, yeah. uh, for my job. And then um, I sat together with the, the CEO in a, in a restaurant or in a bar. There were a lot of cocktails available there, and that's where I learned to drink, like um, espresso martini, for example, mm-hmm. or uh, whiskey sour, or any kind. Yes. So I was very pleasantly surprised to see on your website, uh, Del, is it Dalbosk.be?
1: Yes, it or is... yeah, yeah
0: but, um, <coughs> You can also make different ones, and the uh, Dalbosk sour. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that I'm already looking forward. To the moment when I can actually make myself one. <laughs> do, do you have a favorite with uh, a favorite cocktail?
1: My uh, personal favorite is uh, the one with the ginger ale because mm. it has um, a very nice uh, taste together. It's uh, not as strong as a uh, 28 degrees when you mix it, but uh, the ginger ale. Takes um, the flavors of a Dal Bosque very good. They bring them up um, mm-hmm. so you can taste them even better. So that's why it's my favorite uh, one. Mm. And sour indeed All is right. also on the top of my, uh, my favorite, so
0: a little bit Yeah, but uh, I really I really like it. And actually, like from the people that I and maybe you know other people as well. Um, I was surprised, or maybe not that surprising, but you are one of the few people that I know from like our age group, I guess, mm-hmm. that are as entrepreneurial as you are. I don't know if you know any other people that are um, like this?
1: I guess I can count among my both hands and they are over whole Belgium, so... Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. yeah, it's hard to well, well, to find people that can understand you and then you, where you can connect with. Um, but uh, they are there, and yeah, I really like to meet them and I really like to talk with them uh, about common struggles and common experiences. So mm-hmm. they do exist.
0: What, what, mm-hmm. what, what do you think the reason is that not a lot of young people are starting something? And actually, you started two things, but. Lots of people have have a lot of ideas, but they never really tried out. What do you think the reason for this?
1: I think um, it's, yeah, both maybe a personality, but also uh, the mindsets of taking risks. Because starting a company is very hard working. In the first three years, I worked like... Eighteen hours uh, a week. Um, This year, I had like ten days uh, that I didn't work uh, from the whole year. So maybe people are a little bit scared to, um, yeah, make that uh, to do that. Um, But when you do so, I really should, um, yeah, give the advice it doesn't feel like working every day. So you're having fun in what you do, and yeah, you have to do tasks you don't like, that's with every job. So it's not Mm -hmm. that it's all just fun, but uh, you do it for yourself, you know your goals, you know what you want to achieve, and um, that makes it so much more fun. That you really don't uh mind having uh, a lot of hours, a lot of late works, a lot of weekend works, and uh less vacation, and um yeah, taking the risk because it's also uh yeah, you have to have a little bit of uh finance to put in it. Mm-hmm. So um you have to calculate very well, you have to dare to take a risk. Um mm-hmm. It's also that it gives stressful moments for everyone. So yeah, I, I had hard periods too. Uh, I still have. But uh, for me, it's, it's worth all the effort because I have uh, a very big dream. I would really like mm-hmm. to have um, an in house company that uh, stands. What? I really would like, like to have um, a very uh, big uh, production house. So okay. I would like to have uh, a big workshop um, with lots of people working for me as designers, as goldsmiths, as stone setters, as genologists, so mm-hmm. I hope uh, in 20 years I can say I achieve my goal. Maybe I never will, but I have a dream, so um, I'm so working on it. So, uh,
0: <laughs> do you have plans on already? hiring people
1: or yeah i um, just hired my second uh, one oh, so okay. um, they are not full-time i have um, one who works for me uh, in the shop so mm-hmm. uh, she uh, helps me uh, with the customers so mm-hmm. they she advise them she can talk about my designs to adjust it uh, so they like it uh, or choose the color of gold and the, and the stone And uh, when she does that, I can keep on uh, working um, on the rings to make. So that's very nice that I have something, uh, someone I can um, trust and who is on the same um, mindset as I am. Mm -hmm. And she really looks forward to work more and more days uh, together, so hopefully this year it will be able. And um, the second one is uh, Lisa. She also went to our school, uh, Lisa van der Wiege. She has. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a very yeah. nice uh, and sweet girl. And uh, yes, from the twins, indeed. And uh, she does the marketing. So she uh, did an internship with me, and now as a okay. student, she didn't. Co- I, finished school uh, yet mm-hmm. but as a student uh, she keeps helping me with all the advertisements and all the online uh, marketing because for me it's out of my comfort zone and she can do it very well so it's nice to work together with, uh, with them. All
0: right, so you already have a small team that's working for you
1: yeah it's starting to get yeah. it's starting
0: it's uh... <laughs> so exciting I, I didn't I didn't know that you already hired people
1: yeah, it's not and, uh, full time or half time yet, but it's in mind um, to have an... And I have also a second stagiaire, but uh, she's still doing the internship with me until the end of the year. So until uh, June. And she's working mm-hmm. on very cool things too. So uh, wow. more for the designing wow, okay. part. And I,
0: I'm, I'm honored to have you as a guest <laughs> on my podcast, really. And also, you're the first uh, woman on yeah
1: (laughs) actually I think it's really funny because um, a lot of people think it's so special that a woman does it but to me it really it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man it's really the personality and um, the willing the effort you put in it it's the mindset that drives you so um, I do support uh, that women um, have businesses but to me, it really doesn't feel special because I'm a woman. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, everyone, everyone that wants to start a business, they can start a business. Whether yeah, of course. A man or a woman or uh, an old it person, it really doesn't matter.
1: I mean, it doesn't matter, right? As long, but
0: most people just don't don't do it. You're you're just one of the people that actually starts doing what you are dreaming of, right?
1: It is. Maybe I uh, started with um, my yeah, custom-made uh, gold uh, smith label, uh, because I still was a student. So I really had nothing to win and nothing to lose. I just, after uh, school, the first two years after the hours I went to school, I could start uh, in the weekends I worked, in evenings I worked. So that's why for me it's also normal to work late hours or work in the weekends because it all started like that. Um, and yeah, because I still was a student, it wasn't um, my main job to make money out of it. And that's why uh, I could the first two, three years um, have a little bit... Uh, a little bit yeah, easier than for some other people because yeah i didn't have um, the cost, so I could invest all my money in uh, a machine park uh, and tools and education, so maybe um, that's also yeah an extra one i uh, I had that holds other people uh, back
0: and probably it also. Helps a little bit if your parents already know a little bit of how everything works, right?
1: Yeah, because, indeed. I mean,
0: starting a company from zero, like for example, as many people have a lot of ideas. I also have a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't know at all, like how to, how to get started. It's like okay, I want to do something. All right, what what's <laughs> the next step? I just I'm, I'm clueless from the start
1: to the finish line. So uh, yeah. no, the, um, I guess having parents uh, that are in that business really helps. Yeah, my parents are always very critical like, okay, um, two steps back you're going too fast or you're willing to, to have too mm-hmm. much. Um, so they really helped me with uh, putting back my feedback on the grounds, uh, as I say in Dutch. But um, there are also trajects from Unizo and Voka that are Belgian, yep. um, yeah, companies. Um, yep. They can coach you. So I did have coaching ses- sessions with them too for like six months for a year. And those are the really business minded people that uh, are willing to help you. You have like uh, a meeting every month, all your schedules mm-hmm. and they can um Bring you in contact with the right people. A lot of people um, like to help starters or like to help other ones if they can advise. So for example um, this year, I, last year, I had uh, an interview between NASA's okay. and um, for the magazine, I don't know if you uh, yeah, of remember great. it? Of
0: it was great. did my research.
1: <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so yeah, it was like a six-page interview, but uh, yeah. for me the most important was I had some struggles and um, having such a big entrepreneur who says yeah. yeah, but yeah, come over, have a coffee, and let's talk together. And I had like a whole um, yeah. Uh, is William morning.
0: Nasser, is he uh, international or is yeah, he? Yeah, it's he... Uh,
1: okay. He is international so, indeed. And he
0: built swimming pools,
1: right? Swimming or, pools, or big, constructions, uh, big constructions, and he also have uh, a food company, Frankie a and what? a food company. Oh, Frankie okay, and Minas okay. is also one of, uh,
0: uh, of his uh, companies. So. Uh, Patrick is a brand from
1: Willy uh, as well. Um, Patrick, maybe, I don't know that for sure, but Frankie uh, Dalmotte, um, yeah. an, uh, a meat company uh, from the neighborhood, is also one of his. So, oh. he has a few okay. companies. Uh, maybe it's not his name on it, but uh, he's okay. a real multi-entrepreneur and it was really enriching to yeah, have a coffee with him, have a chat with him and discuss about lot of topics, so...
0: He, he seems like a very nice person.
1: Yeah, indeed. It was like, for me, it felt like I just had a nice chat with my grandfather. It really was... <laughs> it, it, it was amazing. <laughs>
0: uh, and what I find really funny is that he's, he's always with his two feet on the ground. As yes. know, that's not what's funny, but he's always with his two feet on the ground, and he's not shy of making TV appearances, at least mm-hmm. in Belgium, that would make him look kind of silly, I guess, because um, the program in Belgium, the smartest man uh, of the world, he regularly makes appearances in one of these fragments where people uh, that are participating in the quiz, they have Mm -hmm. to answer uh, questions that that famous people ask. And I really Mm -hmm. like that he also does stuff like that as well.
1: It is, and uh, that's why I appreciate him that much, because he always uh, states a normal person and that's something um, yeah, to appreciate, that's, that's important to me. So,
0: mm-hmm. do, do you think a lot of people when they start gathering fame, that they start to walk uh, uh, or that they start to get,
1: the, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> They start to get a a big neck
0: or something like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't met or I don't know anyone who uh, became uh, famous, so I can't really uh, answer that. Yeah. Um, No, I definitely don't want to be the first one. So.
0: Want to be famous?
1: No, actually I don't want to. If I could choose. yeah, I want to be creative. I want to enjoy the things I do, um, and to have nice it's ideas. And...
0: Life, so...
1: Yeah, <laughs> for me that's uh, that's perfect too. So, <laughs> oh,
0: I do. That's that's nice. That's nice. Uh, to be honest, I think I would I would like it if people like recognize me or something. <laughs> uh, I think I would I would be flattered if they did. I,
1: mean, I think it all has his pros and cons because if you just walk around the streets and everyone's talking to you I don't know if I would like it me that me much <laughs> that,
0: that would um, be great, right? <laughs> if they all asked to make rings for you Yes um, but you also received a prize uh, with Ramon uh, Handmade in Belgium
1: Yes, um, I also have the high belly ball. So that's a label that stands uh, for makers. So companies uh, who have like more than 80% of the production in own hands. So um, that will say that you're really sure that uh, your product is made uh, by a person in Belgium. And it's not uh, just something from the mass production imported from China or Indonesia. Because, uh, especially for jewelry, uh, whenever you go to a normal jewelry store, more than 80 uh, percent of the jewels are like import from uh, China and um, from all those um, long, uh, all okay. those uh, lands, not so close to, to Europe actually. Um, okay. And there are only three production uh, companies in Belgium um, that work on a very big scale. And also their production isn't that much in uh, Europe because uh, I had um, for three months, I was able to work in one of those companies. So I've seen a lot. I've seen what I uh, like, how they work. But I also seen what I really never want uh, to have if I would have a company like that. So I really, 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 um, yeah. Have a high value um to local made uh yeah products because for a golden ring, whenever you buy it uh by a local one or you buy it um from yeah India or wherever, um they both cost more than uh five hundred euros for a golden ring, they are more like about thousand euros so. If you have uh, a product from that value, I think it's really uh, necessary to think: okay, um, where is it made? Are the grondstoffen, how do you say it? Yeah, are the resources um, well done? Because uh, I also only work uh, with gem suppliers who have uh, the Responsible Jewelry Council um, certification. Where
0: do come from or the, the resources that you buy, where, where do they come um,
1: from? I have uh, one in the Netherlands, um, but I have uh, also a few in Belgium. Um, and the one uh, I like to work the most with is the one um, yeah, that has the RGA um, certificates. But, and where
0: do they get to go from? Um,
1: they go them directly from the mine. So um, mm-hmm. the one that I work with uh, isn't always in the company. Sometimes it's his uh, his wife, his mother, or the people who work uh, for the family company. It's also a family company, mm-hmm. and he uh, goes like all around the world um, to discuss at the mine, gemstone prices. Look, um, yeah. How how they match the quality, Uh, and that's why I really really choose to work with them. You have like gold
0: mines. Gold mines are, um, what is it? Southern Africa
1: or yeah, it uh, most of them are in Africa. Um, a few years ago, I uh, worked with Fairtrade Gold, but um, due to uh, the small um ask. For it, uh, my suppliers uh, said, okay, sorry guys, but we really need to quit it, uh, because yeah, you are just with two less people who ask it, and we can't afford it to, yeah, to give it to mm-hmm. you. So that's why, uh, the fair trade golds now, um, that's the yeah, it's changed to recycled gold. So and the fair trade
0: is also more expensive.
1: Probably. Um it was a little bit more expensive, but if you see it like on the whole um yeah value of the jewelry you would buy like um for a ring of thousand euro you have like to spend 20 euros more so it's not that it has that big influence. Um but you really have um, the assurance that the people who goes in the mines are no children, have security um, equipment, mm-hmm. uh, and they are not um, working with to- toxic um, things. But that's yeah. why I chose to uh, only uh, do the recycled gold. So uh, the gold I use um, has been Only recycled gold um so I can recycle gold from the people, but I can also yeah. buy recycled gold uh in the wires and the plates uh so yeah. for that gold, no one went in the in the the mine so um it can gold that has once been in your cell phone in your computer or been uh, a ring, but that's uh brought to a company who makes then wires and plates out of it so yep. for me that's really an important uh thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. But um, like the recycled gold, for example, yes. does it doesn't degrade in quality, or is
1: it no. always? No, it's um, um it's purifies to yeah, the finest uh, possible. So you really want to uh, see another quality of it. Um, so yeah, you really have a very nice jewel, with it. it's, it's not that. Yeah, uh, and
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's not that you can. Have, um, yeah, if you have boat rings next to it, nobody would ever see the difference. It's really the same, but you know, um, that's the price you pay. It's, yeah, it's worth uh, the value for the plant and the people, and uh, that's something that I, yeah, the last two, three years found very important from we the beginning.
0: Do you s- still see the same kind of demand or? Gold as a few years ago, or is it kind of shifting into different materials?
1: Um, Now there is a new trend um, from lab grown diamonds, and that's actually a trend I really don't like because lab grown -grown grown diamonds. So uh, now, at the moment, um, there are like companies like Beers and in Russia they can print diamonds in laboratoriums. But um, that happened in the past also. Then uh, they called it moissanites. And uh, in the beginning, they were um, seen as equal. But you pay, like, for a diamond worth um, 1,200 euro, you pay for a lab grown, so that ha- doesn't come from years out of the mines, um, but just like a few days in laboratorium, 1,000 euro. But, but chemically,
0: the diamond is the same.
1: Um, The chemistry is the same, but the uh, structure of the atoms isn't. So um, that says that when you have a microscope, you can see the difference directly if it's lab-grown or natural. So uh, if you ask my opinion, um, lab-grown, you can see the difference with a microscope, so you can see it's uh, not the same. So I think it's uh, a bad investment of your money to buy to mm-hmm. yeah to pay so much for something that's not natural but um the diamonds I choose are from the Kimberley process so they are all certified that the people who go in the mines really get a yeah a normal price an mm-hmm. honest price for it and they go into the mines with um the equipment they need so mm-hmm. and the The
0: kind of the fake
1: diamonds are they less durable or Um,
0: because of the structure?
1: They are uh, the same uh, quality, but uh, the only difference is um, that the growing structure is visible in lab grown. So you can see how uh, in the laboratory it is grown. It's not uh, that they will break or change color or something like that. Mm. But it is a difference between something that comes from nature because I really think nature has so much beautiful things to offer us. So if you say, okay, uh, a diamond is out of my budgets, um, but uh, I really like another stone, then there mm. are so many beautiful options to choose from who come really out of nature and who are responsible too. That's I really don't like to work with something made by man if you have the opportunity to have something so much more beautiful out of nature
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're more for the natural yeah. uh, approach. And also I think probably the, the value just
1: of course at the of moment knowing
0: that it, had, that it had to sit in a cave or wherever they get it from. Hundreds of years or thousands
1: of years? Uh, millions of years. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, millions of years. So, <laughs> very long time. Yeah, no.
1: And is, so, you are shifting to,
0: from gold to diamond, or um, what are the other materials?
1: Um, the materials I work with, uh, I can work with silver, but uh, I prefer gold um, because it's more durable. So, if you wear a silver ring, I put the mm. same uh, effort and time uh, and passionate as uh, with the golden ring. But the only difference is a silver ring, when you wear it five or um, ten years, it's damaged mm. and you can't really make it uh, very nice anymore. But if you have a golden ring, okay, in the first uh, place, you pay a little bit more of it. You pay like. Um, or less forty percent more for a golden ring than for a silver jewel, but um, the ring remains as nice. So your children and your grandchildren will wear the ring in the same um, yeah in the same quality with no damage as you buy it from the day uh, you have it. So gold I always
0: thought that the golden. Rings or gold, yes.
1: golden uh, jewelry gets scratched yeah. more easily. it's uh, it's not scratch free, but uh, silver um, it's m- even softer. So it's not that a gold is something like carbon or titanium, so it gets scratches, but it's not um, that it's yeah it's it has an other form, or the the stones fall out, or it is not a quality so,
0: so and uh do people buy more rings now or less less rings um what, what are the alternatives to rings because I can imagine people get married less than than the old days at the yeah. um it's do they do something in return or do they buy less jewelry because of that? Um, but, but what is your, a your
1: trend, experience? That? A trend that I see now is um, that the uh, bird bracelets and the push gifts are coming back. So uh, for a long time people were not that much interested in um, yeah, bracelets for the baby uh, when he or she gets born. Uh, but now it's really something that people like and ask for and mm-hmm. um, i'm at the moment i'm making a, a small collection with uh, very nice hearts and clouds and very yeah cute um, figures but mm-hmm. still wearable when you get older so it's not that you have a childish jewel but in a very mm-hmm. it's made for kids for babies but in a very stylish way so you won't be ashamed when you were at, at the age of 25. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh,
0: they so kind of use the money that they would use for rings and
1: um, you
0: could use the money to buy something for the children that they
1: get. Yes, and also for um, the wife. So, uh, another trend um, that really popped up uh, last year mm-hmm. is um, when the mother uh, yeah, gives birth to child. Uh, she uh, receives at that moment a surprise from her boyfriend or husbands, and Me? that's mostly uh, a very nice ring with a, a very special uh, gemstone in a color of gold she likes. So uh, instead of an engagement ring, um, yeah, they surprise. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm t- making mood for
0: the moment that
1: I have. Uh, <laughs> <in the moment. laughs> I'll make
0: sure to not forget the new trend.
1: Okay, <laughs> but I do hope um, weddings are this year uh, able again because like more than the half of uh, my customers in the past were uh, the young couples who get married. So for me it's really important um, Yeah, to make, in the first case, a nice engagement ring because if it's yeah. a nice engagement ring, I can make a beautiful stacking set with the wedding ring next to it, and then you have like uh, really yeah, something to dream of. So,
0: oh, so, the the disease was not good for business in Rome.
1: No, COVID was uh, it was like um, adjusting the sales uh, of uh, the sales of my ship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, customer groups uh, that were like the most important only took uh, 5% last year. And other groups who weren't that um, main targeted became okay. my uh, almost only target group. So um, I really hope uh, to be yeah, able to go to the normal situation soon because even um, if... Uh, marriages will go in a very uh, small group very intimate yeah. um, they still will wear the wedding rings you can't yeah. marry without the merry rings uh, without the wedding rings and the engagement rings so um, yeah I really hope uh, that small parties like that uh, will soon be yeah mm-hmm. able again
0: uh, I hope to, too for you because uh, I've seen some of the stuff I think my mom, uh, she also yes. bought uh, some jewelry from you and I also really like them because sometimes she buys really weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my mom
1: is not listening, but uh, anyway, anyways, when she brought home uh, the things from your shop, yes. I, I really like them. So, uh, Thank you. Yeah, they,
0: they look great. Um, Thank you. So, recently we, we've kind of seen a shift to selling online yes. a little bit more. Is um, that something that's also
1: possible with jewelry? Um it's very faint to say but uh I made a few engagement rings this year mm-hmm. and all of them were um yeah bespoke pieces and we bespoke them um through uh yeah video chats so uh, I asked them um yeah to have me uh, to give me a little input uh, so mm-hmm. I could Prepare the video chat very well, I could take the, the pictures um, in style that they liked uh, and yeah, had a nice conversation with them, like, okay, um, what kind of stone do you like? I have like these options, these are the budget of the stones, um, how would you like to see the finish of the golds, um, this is an example of that finish, this is an example of a matte or polished or with diamonds or without. Uh, different models uh, they liked, so it was Mm -hmm. really hard to adjust it, it was really crazy, but um, Mm -hmm. it is possible because I first thought, okay, no one will do that, Uh, I wouldn't even, I guess I wouldn't even do that myself to buy such a nice, valuable Mm -hmm. uh, golden ring online, I would really do that in person, but Mm -hmm. it is possible and um, yeah, I gave them also the insurance that it's hard to uh, guess the ring size, you can have some uh, online tools, but it really is impossible to have that uh, with an online tool, with circles you uh, have them, so yeah, I said to them... Yes, but it's if it's an engagement ring, they can't fit it because then they know it. So that's why I said okay. Um, afterwards, oh, yeah. I yeah. will put I it for free the uh, on the right side. So come into my shop, oh, and yes. uh, you have it in one week back. So. Okay,
0: and so but you are so it's allowed to send jewelry over mail and so on. It's not an issue.
1: It's possible to, to have it over mail, but I do prefer uh, video calls, so you can mm-hmm. see them in person, you can show them things uh, because in mail you have like 40 emails uh, mm-hmm. to communicate because um, when you have a call you can do it like in a half an hour, uh, three quarters yeah. Um, yeah. and it's easier to communicate and then I know how to start and what they like. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it's also easier to convey the visual part, right? Because in the end, it's it's mostly a visible thing. Yes. So uh, they need to see it, and it's possible, probably also more easy to kind of show the product from different angles as Indeed. well.
1: but it's really hard, um, yeah, to communicate uh, something so little as a jewel on uh, an online tool like. It's really hard to have this sharp, so you can see how it looks. So that's why the preparation is really important. That I can take the pictures of uh, the things they mentioned, they liked, and then I can send pictures so they can see it in real time. But you do need pictures too to have the smart, the, the sharp details uh, of the designs. So mm-hmm.
0: um, actually, I don't know if you are doing that already, but can you make
1: 3D yes. images?
0: Them?
1: Uh, I can make a simplified um, 3D drawing with the rendering. But um, also when the design um, talk um, led to uh, a design, I make the, the drawing. So they get an email uh, with the drawing from me. But um, it's important to take note that a drawing is never how it uh, looks in real life because sometimes in the drawing um, yeah, you can't uh, draw things that's done in real life and otherwise. So uh, you can have them the idea, the, the concept, um, you can have them a very good visualization of how it would look. But um, in real life, it's so much nicer and beautifuler and yeah.
0: yeah. And it's also, I think, like the chemistry that people get if they can actually see a ring mm-hmm. in person, is very different than something yes. you would get from you well. Because then I, I guess then the couple starts to look at each other and they're like, oh. Oh no! I really like this, and I'm looking forward to the wedding. and yeah. They get all excited, and it's very—it's probably very hard to simulate that over a over a video call. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and if they don't buy rings, uh, do you place do you place ads on the remote side for a for a double?
1: Um. No, I haven't placed um, ads on uh, on the sides. Mm-hmm. Um, but on my personal uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook account, I um, support both. But it's not that uh, on the the site or websites of the others that I communicate uh, them because it's a whole different uh, target group. It's a whole different experience. Um, something in someone interested in ice cocktail. Uh, mostly isn't very interested in buying a jewel, because buying a jewel, that's um, really when you marry, when you're young, um, for a present like for Christmas or for birthday or Valentine, uh, when you get older, um, when you want to, want to transform goals, um, or when people get born for a nice gift. So it's really on um, yeah those special times in your life. And it's not every year a special time in your life. So it's really yeah, on those moments to remember them that you buy a jewel. And that's something very different than um, buying a nice <laughs> bottle to enjoy a good evening with friends. So. Yeah, that's
0: true, that's true. Is it mostly younger people that buy doubles then or?
1: Um, first of all, we wanted to target actually uh, the younger people. But um, we really have uh, very nice uh, reviews of uh, people past uh, 40-45 years, because um, with their parents, with our grandparents, with their parents, they tasted elixir. So for them, it brings them back to the moment with their grandparents uh, and that's yeah, it's really nice. They they are all like, yeah, I can. Uh, it makes me think of my mother of those times. Uh, she likes that yeah. too. Um, but for me now, it's a very more tastier way than the classic ones um, they drink. So young people like it. Yes. Yes, indeed. But that's nice. Do you, do you nice. have
0: any of those things from your childhood that you that you? Want to try again right now to have the nostalgic feeling?
1: Some
0: some things you miss, maybe? Uh,
1: Something that I remember that I did a lot uh, as a child. Every Wednesday after school, I went uh, with a bike to my grandmother. And Mm -hmm. yeah, she is really creative too. Uh, She um, always uh, makes pieces with flowers. So every Wednesday after school, <laughs> guess what I did as a kid? <laughs> together with grandma, I she has a really nice big garden with lots of flowers. And uh, yeah, it was like, okay, take whatever you want, put them together in the, the green foam that you need to soak in. And then every Wednesday I came, I came home, look mommy what I made. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not that I would like to do it uh, today again, but... If you ask me okay, a nice uh, nostalgic um memory of the past and it's making uh, yeah flower compositions with my grandmother yeah.
0: is, that, is that something you, that's a very nice memory as well um, do you plan on having that as your third company then
1: um actually <laughs> no uh,
0: that I, that I told right now yeah i guess
1: i guess you uh, i didn't know i didn't know <laughs> um i'm at the moment brainstorming with my dads uh, to make a uh, nice metal furniture um something you can put in the garden a nice fire pits uh mm-hmm. so really hands-on products that you can use uh, for nice moments with family, um, nice evenings with friends uh, that you really can enjoy as a family, um, that can always stand there, be there as a decorative object. Uh, so yes, as a creative designer, <laughs> I always have ideas and they never stop. Um, but on the first place, the jewelry so always um, have my full focus Del Bosque will be the focus together uh, with my boyfriends, and um, when there is still time, <laughs> I am I am at the moment working with my dad. Um, yeah, to have a nice uh, label, but I see it not finished this year. I see it more in a long term. We have a few products uh, that we are now putting into prototyping, so soon to be announced. <laughs>
0: oh. My. So I like, and I discovered something new. So before the yeah. rest of them, for everyone else.
1: Actually, you have uh, you have first.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Some people uh, know it, has-
1: but um, they already communicate about it, but uh, mm-hmm. never on. Uh, but it was me with my dad. So. Um,
0: yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, something that, that kind of unites the three companies. It seems is that. They, all the products that the company will make are kind of meant to be shared, or it's yeah. something that's meant for a shared event or something like that. Yeah, or, maybe. You be- thought about in your head before?
1: Maybe it is because I'm um, a real family uh, person. I like to be with my friends. Uh, I like those nice moments, nice memories. So. Maybe that can be um yeah the the binding ones. Um yeah, but yeah. also uh that it's uh with small productions, that it's not on uh on big imports, uh but it's all local made, uh, it's uh, durable, it's good quality, that's also things um that's always the number one value uh, in everything I do. So yeah. It gives a people thing. a nice feeling, um,
0: yeah. Did, did you miss a lot of people during this, during the lockdown Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. It's like um, in my workshop all days, um, I'm yeah most of the time uh, on my own. So um, when I saw people, it was like after I'm done with work or in the weekends and now um, that's also gone so for me uh, I don't see a lot of people so it is hard and with the video chatting it's really not the same Um, when I go with a friend for a walk I really want to hug her and yeah that's not not possible so yeah
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I have the same experience for right now for my job I have to work at home Yes. the whole day so it's always a 2G screen Watching people, but I really crave seeing people in real life. There's nothing really at this point that can kind of substitute real life. And I don't think they, there might be some way, but at least for the next, I don't know, Mm -hmm. 20, 30 years, it's never going to be exactly the same. There's a bigger advantage in being able to kind of touch somebody in real life, Mm -hmm. even if it's not like. Pushing them because they said something stupid or, <laughs> or something funny. <laughs> That's all very important. yeah. I think so
1: uh, so. that such a person will uh, have a whole different meaning when everything uh, will be over. Yes.
0: So I I hope once this whole mm-hmm. thing is over, uh, there will be a very big party and everybody will, will join. Everybody will drink a little bit. It will be a lot of fun. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I not know, uh, Maria. Are you yeah. a heavy drinker?
1: Uh? Um, no, no, no. I just like a good party. Um, and also my favorite parties in, uh, yeah, our hometown in you know, Olanda with the Ronde, the 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 yeah. cycling that arrives. It's like. Mm. Um, yeah one of the best parties of the year together with um, the beer uh, parties and in, uh, in June that's also something I every year look so forward to to see all the people uh, I studied with again and mm-hmm. that's so
0: yeah
1: a nice, happy mood. everyone in the crowd together dancing, having fun, talking and yeah. <laughs> it
0: was canceled this year. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not cycling like at all. But I always go to the party every year, it's so much yeah. fun. And that's actually the, like the one the one event in the year, mm-hmm. except for maybe uh, beer, the beer, uh, the beer party. Feast, nice. thing. <laughs> the beer feast, as we say in uh, Padenel, where you actually get to meet all of your friends again. Yes. Because like at, the, at this stage, people have moved to a lot of different places and you you don't really see a lot of them on a regular basis anymore. But on that point, <laughs> they all
1: come back uh, yeah. to the to the town where they studied or already they grew uh,
0: up. You may, you're making me miss it even more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Soon we will dance again.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but once once we can go out again, oh man, it will be yeah, it will be so much fun. Um. So uh, actually, Marjolaine. So. Um, to all my previous guests, yes, I always ask them uh, one question. Yeah. So one question, and it is: What question would you ask, or do you want to ask yourself? Or if you can't, can't find any question to ask yourself, you can mm-hmm. also ask me a question. So if you want, now is the time for you to okay. ask questions. Um, okay.
1: Let me think about it. <laughs> because okay. I don't want to ask a stupid question. Um
0: there are no stupid questions. No,
1: but okay. I like to look for something nice. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: Do you know do you know what?
1: No, not yet. <laughs> so I suggest so, you yeah. should talk for a minute and then I will know. Um,
0: um so Actually, you mentioned that you recently moved, right? Yes. You moved from, uh, I guess, you, where did you, you live before? In, li, do you live in Adenaerde itself? Or?
1: Uh, yes, I grew up in Adenaerde. I always went to school in Adenaerde. My parents, my grandparents, they are all from Adenaerde, so I really know a lot of people in Adenaerde. But uh because my boyfriend is uh from Hulligem, that's like almost an hour from Odenerde, we moved in uh in between. So we both uh, need to go like a half an hour, three quarters. Um one yeah, one ride uh, to our job. So um Do you want
0: to buy a house together or while you're renting something?
1: Uh, at the moment we are renting something, um, mm-hmm. but we are looking to buy a house together. So um yeah, okay, maybe yeah, a yeah. nice question for you. What would oh, be okay. uh, your dream house? How would your dream house look, uh, look like?
0: My dream house. Yes. That's definitely a question that has not been asked to me before on the podcast. But um, let me see, my dream house. Uh, I mean, let's see, what, what should it be? So,
1: maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're,
0: oh, you know or not? I kind of know, I guess, that it's mostly based on things that I miss right now. So now I live on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't have a roommate, but I notice that I have quite a lot of stuff. Yes. Flying around and it's, kind of, it's I'm not really bothered by mess a lot, but it starts to bother me that there's so much stuff lying mm-hmm. around. So I want a, a bigger space. It, it doesn't have to be like a villa or something, but... Yeah, I mean, there's enough place for a bedroom with, hopefully, someday a girlfriend or uh, my wife, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Also, like a specific different place where I can work or, like you said, some kind of workshop maybe where I can try out new stuff and still have all the place, all the the space to put things away. That would be nice. I was going to say a swimming pool as well. But I don't want to clean it, but I guess if I have a dream house then I also have the resources
1: to yeah. <laughs> make it
0: stay clean and when I, that I don't have to do it myself, so then I would definitely add a pool and a sauna, oh yeah, I love sauna. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you can directly go from the sauna to the pool?
0: Oh yeah, that, that's what you have yeah. to do, right, you, you go in the sauna first and then when you're done you just jump in the pool, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best thing to do.
1: Yes. Even when the pool isn't heated, when it's very cold, it does something yes. very nice to your yes, skin and uh, yeah. Yeah, I like, like it
0: too. <laughs> well, once I went to a sauna and it, was, it snowed outside. Yes. And it was, there, there was 10, 10, 20 centimeters of snow, I, I mm-hmm. don't know. And I, I exited the sauna and I just dropped in the snow.
1: Hmm.
0: It's the best feeling ever. <laughs> I can so, imagine. What, was, <laughs> what does your dream house look like?
1: Um you have a lot of ideas? Actually, I have one specific idea in mind, so uh, I hope it will be able one day. But uh, I'm dreaming uh, to renovate uh, a very nice old barn house, not big, um, but all surrounded um, yeah, by nature. So uh, if I can see a forest or if I can see cows or sheep uh, walking or passing by, um, that would be like more like the ideal uh, place, but also um, space to work with, uh, to work in. I think, uh, especially since this year, people really appreciate having uh, a different room where they can go for um, a moment to work or to be on their own, to be productive and
0: um, yeah, I find it to be really helpful that there's a different yes. place. It's when, I start, when the lockdown started, I always worked in my in my own room. And mm-hmm. my own room has a desk with a, just a desktop PC. Yes. But I also stayed there with my laptop from work. Mm-hmm. So when, when the job was done, I just closed my laptop, I opened up my computer and I stayed in the same room the whole day. And it really it really starts to to hurt you your mind after a while that there's no that there's no difference between working and your yes, spare time. Now, as we can, I don't know if you can see, but I'm in the living room right now, and uh, it's a lot better to switch it up.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, Marjole, uh, you mentioned you still needed to eat before the school. Did you have time? Did you have yeah,
1: time? Yeah, I, uh, I, had time uh, to hit something very quick and uh, eat it up and okay, be on time.
0: Okay. Uh... I'm so I'm so glad you wanted to join the call. Uh, you're one of the people that I that I look up to in my in my own uh, age category. Uh, I'm always looking for people that are kind of entrepreneurial and doing cool stuff, and you are certainly certainly one of them. So. Uh, I want to thank you so much for joining today yeah. and I hope in the near future we can kind of have a drink together yes. with Del Broc or something else, I know, any drink, but I prefer the Del Bosco, of course, <laughs> uh, and uh, I hope we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you too for uh, the very nice hosting uh, of your podcast, of your event, so... Yeah, it was a really nice chat and it was really nice to see each other again and to talk about a few stuff. So. Uh,
0: All right, awesome. Thank you, Good to see you. Later. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.